0: Your teams, your station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers.
1: and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh hi there. Al Dukes here, and I'm joined by Mr. Peter Schwartz on the uh, warm-up program. Good morning,
0: Peter. Good morning, sir. Glad Jerry, to be back.
1: Jerry Recco is here. I saw him. I spoke with him. Uh, he's uh, filling in for Mr. Buma Esiason again yes. this morning. So it'll be Gio and Jerry at 6 a.m. Uh, Peter joins me for the warm-up program again. Uh, Peter, here's what I know July 22nd, 2022. I can give you two... Predictions? Two things. That if I could place some sort of, what do you call that when you bet two things at one time, they both have a parlay? Exacta. I think it's a parlay. Parlay. I think. I don't know.
0: I'm not a gambling person.
1: If I could place a bet that these two things will happen, I would do it today. Okay. And my prediction is this. Jacob deGrom will not pitch in a Met playoff game. And the Yankees will not beat the Astros in the playoffs. (laughs) If I could put the... No, it's bad news for both New York teams. It's a negative, and it's a summer Friday, and it's going to feel like they said 137 degrees today in the sun. Uh, So it's a summer Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. I have those two predictions, Peter.
0: Your thoughts? Uh, but your feeling is that the ground will pitch in the regular season. Oh, yeah, but he'll yeah. get hurt again. He'll get hurt by hurt again. the time okay. the, the, the playoffs roll around, he'll be out. I th- I think you're making uh, fair uh arguments there. Both uh, of I them. I can't disagree with either one of them. Is that right? I think if Aaron Boone was here, he'd probably disagree with you. But, but he has to. Yeah, I know he has to. So um, would Buck Showalter, because he has to. Yes. But they both know the truth. They do know the truth. Uh, Let's start with the Yankees first. Oh, we talked right. about this yesterday, that... There is this issue they have beating the Astros for for whatever reason and now the the Yankees have been relying on the fact that they've had the best record in the majors all season and now they're 64 and 30 and the Astros are creeping right up on them at 61 and 32 and your theory certainly holds water if the Astros catch the Yankees and would have home field so the Yankees only chance I think to beat the Astros in the playoffs is if they can retain the top record and have and have home field. I don't think it's the end-all, be-all with it. But I, th- I think if you're the Yankees right now, you have to be concerned.
1: Now, yesterday, I told you it would be a split, in fairness. Mm-hmm. But I asked you, I said, if the Yankees get swept, will you walk in here Mm-hmm. Concerned. I'm very concerned, and you said you would be very. I, 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 you said I, and quote, I am
0: very concerned. Very concerned. Absolutely. I, I. I. It's. It's. Look, the Yankees can go beat up on the Orioles. They can go beat up on all these teams, and and they've beaten good teams along the way. They beat teams that were supposed to contend in the American League. So there's no question the Yankees are a good team. But I think you know you you see the cream rise to the top, and right now, if they, if they play a the playoff series right now, if, I no way the Yankees could beat them. Not in the condition the Yankee roster is right now. They're a good team, but they clearly need an upgrade in a couple of spots.
1: And they just, I, I
0: think they put a substandard lineup on the field for both games. The Yankees. The Yankees did. Well, this now, is whether my, it was a double because it was a doubleheader or not is another question. But the Yankees had a substandard lineup on the field for both games. This is my problem with doubleheaders and why I hate them.
1: You don't get a great team both games. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you get a subpar team probably both games because you're going to put some of your best players in one game and they don't play two games. I That's why I hate a doubleheader. I don't think it's the right way to do baseball, but
0: this is what we have to do. And from a Yankee standpoint, you look at, if, if the playoffs started tomorrow and you look at players that played a role in the doubleheader yesterday, Joey Gallo can't be on your postseason roster right now. I think there's an unnamed outfielder that they will acquire before the deadline that will man one of those outfield spots. Domingo Herman did not show much in his return last night, so obviously you can't factor him in to any plan. So I, I think the Yankees still have some issues. They got to they got to fix this, you know, by the deadline and acquire a couple of pieces that I think they're going to need to have any semblance of a chance in the playoffs.
1: Now I always predict. A split during a doubleheader. Yeah. And I had the Yankee game one. I had it on the radio in my home while I was preparing my chicken and sweet potatoes for dinner. Mm. And uh, when Kiner Falefa had the hit in the ninth that tied the game, I was feeling pretty good. That final play in the bottom of the ninth where Kiner Falefa fields the ball and throws to second and no one's there. No one's there. Right then and there I felt – They're getting swept because it (laughs) just felt like they it felt like that uh, comeback where they tied it in the ninth. This was going to be their win. Yeah. And feeling good going. And then when they lost that way, it just felt like deflation.
0: Yeah. The game winning play in the first game. I was wondering what were they doing defensively there? Because they're playing. This is where I hate analytics. I can't stand it. I have arguments with people about this all the time. You've got a rookie up there for the Astros and you're playing by the book where he's going to hit, but you can't go by the book there because the bases are loaded and if you give up a run, the game is over. So to me, you've got to play your defense straight away there and they played some whatever, they positioned guys in different spots and they just botched it. They just botched it. There's no way that that last run should have scored. Of course, Michael King shouldn't have gotten himself into trouble in the first place, but they completely botched that last play. And with Herman on the mound in the, in the second game, I went to sleep knowing that the Yankees were going to get swept. And they did. had no chance to win because that first
1: game. inning in uh, Game Two. Yeah. First of all, in, in yeah, in Game Two, the Herman gave up back-to-back homers in the first inning. Not feeling good. No. Now on that final play of Game One. Where, of Falefa throws to second and no one's there. The second uh, Torres, second base, yeah, yeah. If you if you watch that play, he actually is heading towards first to back up first base, which I don't understand. No, I mean, that's something I would do out in the field
0: <laughs> in a WFA and softball. Yeah, but
1: like be panicked and not know where I'm supposed to go where depending on where the ball is hit.
0: Yeah, yeah, just not good vibes and bad just. Bad things happen to the Yankees when they're playing the Astros.
1: I hate the Astros.
0: Maybe the Yankees will get lucky, maybe, and not have to face the Astros. Maybe somebody will have the magic potion and beat them before they the Yankees and Astros have not to Not likely. I don't think so, but that's we what kn- I'm hoping.
1: We know where this is going.
0: Yeah. Kind of like where your efforts to get Bruce Springsteen tickets are.
1: Right. Not well. Yeah, not well. And it's not going well. Now, how about the Astros? First of all, I, I hate them from the Mike Scott days against the Mets.
0: Scuff ball. He is a punk. <laughs> and I hated the Astros. What, what would have happened if the Mets had lost game six to the Astros in 86? and They would have had to face Mike Scott in game six. Right. What would have happened? I don't know. Unsolved mysteries. But this, these
1: Astros, that's what I'm saying. Like They're a thorn no matter who you root for, Mets or Yankees. There's a history there where we hate them. Yes. They're our new hated team. Well, for the Yankees, they better be. But anyway, <laughs> in, how about in game one, two bunts, two bunts in the first
0: inning, they're playing mind games with the Yankees. Well, because they do the little things, and they've been doing it for years now. Yeah. Where they find ways to win games, especially against the Yankees. So... Look, you look at that roster top to bottom and you look at the Yankee roster top to bottom. Yeah, what do you see? I see a better team in Houston. Uh oh. And you're a Yankee fan. And I'm a Yankee fan. See a better team in Houston. What a weird stadium that is, too. That
1: where like the home runs are going right into that uh, you know, left center field, right where the stands end. Otherwise it's, you know, like a, an off the wall situation.
0: It's a strange place. Yeah. They also they have not I was watching the the first game on television. Um they have not because it's been so hot in Houston. I don't think that the announcers on TV, they believe that they have not had their retractable roof open at all this season because it's been so damn hot yeah. in Houston. And obviously, you know when the, it, I think the conditions are obviously different when they have the roof open, and roof closed. So maybe that's why they try to play little ball a little bit better because they're not scoring. The Astros, in theory, are not scoring a whole lot of runs. They're pitching very well, and they're holding the opposing teams down like they did the Yankees yesterday. Um, But, yeah, I I hate everything about the Astros.
1: Now, Aaron Judge did hit a moonshot almost to the back windows at the back of that stadium. Of course, it was all for naught. Too little,
0: too late. Too little, too late.
1: It was a three run blast too. It put them uh what was that final of the
0: game seven, 2 seven five? Seven five. So they were down seven two going to the ninth. Yeah. Did you did you by any chance when you were watching game one, you were listening uh, to listening. game one. You were listening to game one. So you didn't. Ryan Ruco and uh and Susan, Susan Waldman. Uh I was watching game one on TV and I don't know if you saw this, but they were have the yes network was having some technical difficulties during game one yeah. where at first uh they they couldn't get a feed of the game on television we we put it on at home and there was this like green screen i thought i was going to be a meteorologist for the day but there was a green screen <laughs> there's a warm front yeah, coming, coming in coming in from houston and they were able to get the game on the air but i didn't realize this is, i i can't fathom this i don't understand television the commercials for yes network are run from a, a a building or a facility in Atlanta. Did yeah. you know did you know this? I did not until I read about You read about it. the blackout. Yeah, so they could not play commercials uh which a lot of people would say, "Oh, that's great." So they just kept the microphones on in Houston. You heard the sounds of the ballpark not the announcers, but the sounds in between innings. But I just I couldn't understand why the why they they couldn't why they can't run the commercials from Connecticut where Yes Network is located.
1: But they were they were the the article I was reading about it was that All of the, I guess the, these regional sports networks, there's a group of them and the Yes Network is connected to this group. Yeah. Everything comes out of Atlanta, they say. Oh, okay. So. Okay.
0: I didn't see that part.
1: The game itself, they couldn't, they had the blackout and they somehow were able to put the streaming feed on TV. That's a different feed. Whatever
0: that means yeah well we were able to watch the game yeah but no did, commercials
1: did you miss anything did anything get missed in the first part when you put it on like uh, was had
0: the game had
1: sta- already started i
0: I, tu- I tuned the game on i got to the game after it started because uh, i was not home all right uh, but when i got home my kids said you know we can't watch the yankee game there's a there's a, a problem but i think it, by one o'clock i think the game got on okay they turned it on for the pregame and they didn't they didn't see it, so you were able
1: to see the two bunt singles. Yes,
0: yes. That the Astros the laid down on singles. you in the first inning. Hey, bunch give them trunks. credit. They're a bunch of a, they they are punks. You know what's unfortunate. The little league that my sons my son plays for on Long Island, uh, he doesn't play on the travel team, but he plays for the the, the little league's travel team is called the Astros.
1: When I was Little Fellows League of Colonia, Astros.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, we love the Little League. They're great people, um, great friends and everything. But it would be very, very difficult for me to see my, my child put an Astros shirt yeah. on. Yeah, you
1: know what? You got to get—locally, we got to get rid of Astros, right?
0: Red Sox. Phillies. Phillies. Braves. Braves.
1: Those those teams. Get them out. Get them out. All the, you don't have that many Little League I teams.
0: Had, I had this argument with D.A. On CBS Sports Radio a number of years ago, um, I was one of the coaches on my older son's uh, Little League team. And that year, they were using Major League teams for the intramural season. And I was very, very concerned because they don't do Yankees and Mets because they don't want to put families in a position where they're Mets fans and their <laughs> sons on the Yankees and vice versa. So I, cannot, I got that. But I was very, very concerned that my son's team was going to be the Red Sox. And I was going to have to wear a hat. Right. In the dugout on the field. And I didn't want to do it. And DA and the whole group there gave me grief. That, How could you do that to your child and stuff? But I felt like I would not be able to put a Red Sox hat on if I had to coach that team.
1: You didn't want to betray yourself, Peter. That's right. And that's that's right. The hell admirable. with the kids' team, I'm not right. wearing a Red Sox hat. Enough
0: of you kids. Luckily, we are the Tigers.
1: You were the Tigers. Okay, so you got away with that. Everything was fine. Okay, good. Uh, Let's take a a brief break here. When we come back, a little more on Jacob DeGrom. I've got a little note on the Jets, which is interesting. I've got a couple of NFL notes as well. And then Gio and Jerry Recca will be here at the top 6 a.m.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: It's only a serve.
0: It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
1: Good morning, happy Friday. Al Dukes here, warm-up show. I'm with
0: Peter Schwartz
1: today. Hello, Peter. Good morning, Al. Uh, Jerry Reco is uh, hosting. He's in for Boomer today. Um, uh, So he and Gio will come on at 6. Now, next week, programming note, uh, next week, Gio's on
0: vacation. Mm -hmm. So
1: it'll be Jerry and Boomer with, I think, 6. Cee-lo. I believe
0: CeeLo is in this chair all of next week. All of next week. I'll be here okay. in another capacity. Milling around, working on the Milling around thing. upstairs at 880, okay. down the hall on the network, a cameo update here on The Fan a couple of times during the morning, but not here on this program. Which is the hardest place to work as far as updates
1: go? Would you say 10 uh, 10 wins? You, do you do 10 10 wins all the time? I have all, not done
0: 10 10 wins in quite some time.
1: Is 880 difficult? They seem like a bunch of stiffs over there.
0: <laughs> they're news people. They're, they're, they're very nice people yeah, up there. They're, uh, but they're not sports people for right. the most part. So it's uh, it's it's interesting when I do the shifts up there, which is when you filling in for Brad Heller, um, I find myself coming down here to visit everybody right. a lot during the morning because I need to get your, your sports thoughts out. Sure. And uh, it's very difficult at times to get your sport sports thoughts out Verbally, upstairs because they're they're focused on other things. It's not right. all because they're they're stiff or anything like that. they're it's a news operation,
1: right? So they're worried like this woman you know, got kicked life, in the face you know, on here, the subway. Where is the
0: governor today? Right. Uh, you know uh, what uh, what pipe has burst in Manhattan? Uh, how many sharks have been sighted at Jones Beach on Long Island? You know, there's other thing. Down here, we're twenty four seven about sports. So, it's, it's not that it's difficult, it's just different. So, that's why, like, a lot of times you see me floating around here, yeah. even when I'm not working down here, because I want to come say hello to everybody and find out what's going on.
1: And you're trying to catch a sports
0: vibe. A, a little bit of a sports Which I understand. Sport. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I looked on uh, Twitter just now mm-hmm. to see, like, what is trending on Twitter, what are people talking about. Okay. And very oddly, I find that trending on Twitter right now is Michael Conforto. Yes. The former Met. There are currently 4,991 tweets going on about Michael Conforto. So I thought, well, has he gone somewhere?
0: No, but I no. believe Scott Boris, his agent, yeah. uh, revealed on that podcast the other day that there are four teams that have expressed an interest, and apparently he might be ready to play. I think initially we thought he was going to miss the entire season, but apparently he is getting close to being able ready to be ready to play there's four teams, according to Scott Boris, and they take that with a grain of salt when you hear things come out of his mouth. But it sounds like there's some interest in having him join the team during the second half of the season. And his time with the Mets, that's over with? I would you tend think, to think that, that, so. That's yeah. past. Yeah, I think there's that's no water under the bridge there. Can't the go back Yankees need an outfielder.
1: There you go. Yeah, I saw a couple people writing about random teams. I just I thought it was so strange that he's he was trending considering he didn't sign anywhere. But I guess that uh, John Heyman podcast, John Heyman, Joel Sherman podcast. They get some
0: good guests on that podcast. That seems pretty popular. Yeah. Well, they're baseball insiders. Conforto would be a nice fit for the Yankees because it could plop him in right, keep Judge in center, and Stanton in left, and then give guys a day off. You can throw Hicks in there, get Gallo out of the way. So you like a Michael Conforto to the Yankees? I would be I, that would that would uh, that would intrigue me. Okay, short porch in right field, left-handed batter. Are you are
1: your sources telling you? No, that? No, no, this happen?
0: is just me shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze, and I I I really really liked it when Doc and Darryl won World Series with the Yankees, really? because it really got Mets fans angry.
1: I just see. I thought that I'm a Met fan. I, yeah. That just seemed odd to me.
0: It was strange, but it was. And Joe Torre he was a former Met uh, player and manager. You enjoyed that, like, like when I, when Daryl when Daryl got signed and he was whacking home runs all over the place. I'm Like this, this is fun. Like I like that. How about uh, David Cohn? Did you consider I him like a yes, Met? David Cohn. Yeah, I was at the perfect game. Oh, you are. I was.
1: Well, yeah. you 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 go to a lot of games. Which is and good. I wasn't
0: covering that one. I was there legit as with, with as a fan with a buddy of mine. It was Yogi Berra day. So Yogi Berra was there. He just got a bobble. Uh, no, they got a pin. Oh, uh, Yogi yeah, Berra! Yogi pin. Berra caught the first pitch from Don Larson at this game. At that game.
1: Oh right! And then that was Cohen his return
0: goes. return to Yankee Stadium, and they honored him, and they had Don Larson throwing out the first pitch. And Yogi caught it, and then you had David Cohn go out there and throw a perfect what game. What a magical, you yes. were at a magical game. Yes. Is that yes. a day game or a night game? That was a day game. Yeah. There was a rain delay in that game, Al. Really? And I thought they were going to take Cohn out. It was early, early in the game. And it was a short rain delay, and he stayed in the game. And who was that against? That was against the Montreal Expos. They were doing interleague back then? Uh, that was an interleague game, yeah. So wow. that was, what, 99 I've been lucky to be a three no hitters. Who were the other two? I was at the Jim Abbott no hitter, ninety three. Not a perfect game, but a no hitter. Yeah, I was at the David Wells perfect game in ninety eight. That was Beanie Baby day, Al. <laughs> they gave out Beanie Babies that day.
1: Do you still have? Your I Beanie do. Baby? <laughs> I have it in a
0: case with the ticket, and just like the Yogi Berra pin with the ticket. Was it a case. Yankee? Was it a David Wells Beanie it was, Baby? No, or just it, a was, it was. It was a. Uh, I, I want to say. I have to go, I have to look, it's not Yankee Doodle Dandy, I forgot what it was, <laughs> I forgot what the name of it was, it was I'm sure Yogi somebody Barra. listening on, will, will send me on Twitter what the name of it was.
1: It was Yogi Berra as a Beanie Baby.
0: <laughs> I think it was a generic Beanie Baby that they were just giving out at the Yankee, oh and it came with a uh, Mariana, Reve- did it come with a card? No, that was another thing, There was it came with a card, there was a, there was a baseball card With the Beanie Baby that came. And you've got the
1: ticket stub, the Beanie Baby, the card in a glass case. In a a, a case. case. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so you were to two Yankee perfect
0: games and a no-hitter. And I had a ticket for Doc Gooden's no-hitter and chose not to go. A buddy of mine and I decided we wanted to go to a sports bar and watch the hockey playoff games instead of going to the Yankee. And we had gotten free tickets from somebody. And we're sitting there in the sports bar and we're keeping an eye on the Yankee game, God, he's pitching a no hitter, and we were actually rooting for him not to get the no hitter, so we feel better. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: we got to get you, Peter. When the playoffs come and the Yankees have to play the Astros, we
0: got to get you to a game. I would like to go to a game. We got to get you there and hope for a no hitter. I'm usually pretty successful with Yankee games. I've done the Yankees doing well, winning percentage. Yeah, yeah. we got to get you out there, Peter.
1: Uh, Now, Jacob deGrom felt good after his simulated game, sixty pitches. But they're going to have to find out how he feels this morning Yes, to see what his next move is.
0: Wuss. Mets are reporting that DeGrom woke up with a crick, crick in his neck. <laughs> the Mets are reporting that Jacob DeGrom has uh, pretzel sticks for an arm and he will not be able to pitch. Well they're gonna decide, I guess, what the next course of action is. If he's fine, if he's okay, yeah. Does he get another minor league rehab start?
1: Get your ass on the mound in Queens. Somebody brought up a good point the other day on the on the phones. Very rare time that a caller had a, uh-huh. a good point. He guy goes, get him up here and have him pitch two innings on in a game. What are we doing? Like we wouldn't need you to go out there and throw eight innings. Come up, pitch two innings. Positive, get out. Like it's a starter game or a bullpen game, whatever we call those things. Do it
0: that way. Yeah, come on. They're treating him like a picture frame in your house falls down yeah. off the wall, right? Okay. And it the glass doesn't shatter, but the frame cracks, right? And you get the uh, gorilla glue out, Love and gorilla you glue, glue and you glue the frame back together. But you're you're afraid to put the frame. Back on the wall until you're a hundred percent certain that the frame is not going to open up while it's up on the wall because then if it fall down, the glass could break again. Right. So well, that's quite treating an him yeah. I don't know where I pulled that one out yeah. of, but they're kind of treating him like a, a broken picture frame. They want to make one hundred percent certain that he is gonna be able to be okay when he goes right. back. Because if he comes back and goes
1: back out again this year, I am telling you, Mets fans will be done with it.
0: That's in your crystal ball.
1: That's in my crystal ball. Yeah, unfortunately, and I'm uh, bring. I have no joy in bringing this to you.
0: I think they are. Uh, I think this little delay was also maybe to avoid him having to pitch against the Yankees next week. Is if that they right? Wanted to push that first start back past the Yankee series. Man, where is the competitiveness? You would think you'd want to go out there and shut them I'm, down. I, I don't know that for a fact. I'm just guessing that. Like because there was, he seemed to be on target. To coming back after the all-star break and people were pointing towards that that two game set next week so maybe they just decided oh, let's just push it back a little bit
1: we need a scherzer cole game will we get that
0: well cole that is awesome cole is not boy were we off on that or i was off on the pitching matchups yesterday yes yeah
1: you got domingo and, he, and,
0: he, and he's not even pitching today <laughs> i think he's pitching tomorrow cole. all right so, if he pitches tomorrow, I call we talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that would put him in line to pitch against the Mets because that would be what Tuesday and Wednesday next week is the Mets series. Is that when the Mets? Oh,
1: that's I think, be awesome. yeah, boy, Geo picked a bad week to take a vacation. Yeah, I'll be talking Mets, Yankees fighting each other,
0: <laughs> and that's just going to be in our house, right? In my house. It's going to be m-
1: you and your family will be brawling
0: over this. Oh, I think <laughs> I think it's going to be a, a, throw a rough down. scene, yeah, in our house for either side.
1: Now uh, these games are at which stadium? At
0: City Field. So these two are at City, then and then the next-, the next two will be at Yankee Stadium. I think that's I want to say that's in September. I think we have to oh, wait till so September for that, if I remember correctly. But okay. then again, maybe I don't. Right. You weren't even sure about your you- beanie, baby. No. What is the name of that Beanie Baby? See now, I now I I'm, I'm it's killing me.
1: Let me check Twitter see
0: if anyone's It was answered Valentino. About you. Could have been Valentino, Valentino the the Beanie Baby. Beanie Baby. I think the Beanie Baby that they gave out at the David Wells game was Valentino. I'll
1: I google that, it. I'll google it at the yeah. break. By the way, Boomer Saison I saw is uh is a guest on a podcast. Uh, the press box. You ever listen to that podcast? It's by uh, Brian Curtis who's at the Ringer. I have not. Uh, it's a guy, He does an interview with like somebody in the media, in the sports media world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just happened to see that Boomer was a a guest. I have to. I downloaded it. I I'm gonna to that. I'm going to have to
0: listen to that too. I'm yeah. going to be interviewing Boomer on Monday. Well, oh, oh for, for the uh, for one of my Barrett Barrett sports stories, media like I did with you. Yeah, that was fun. That was
1: fun. I love to talk about myself when you asked if I was interested I said absolutely I'm interested I I'm, in
0: I'm in a little bit of a bind this week because my stories uh, get posted on that website on Monday yeah and I've reached out to multiple personalities that were on the list that was given to me to do stories on and thus far all three of these people, actually it's four have not gotten back to me yet Boomer is confirmed for Monday. But that story won't run until the Monday after. Right. You need so another. So I am still working on a media personality to speak to between now and Sunday. So I can I'll use
1: You ready? May I suggest Mr. Eddie schizzeri
0: Hmm. I'll come up with somebody.
1: So they put out a list to I'll you. I'll use...
0: Yeah, the, the- <laughs> I'll do, I, I'm available for The powers, the for powers that be gave me a suggested list of topics. Okay, or people. I, a people a people yeah. and topics. I, I've, I've thrown my own names yeah. into the hat that I've done some things on. Um, it's been fun so far. Yeah. I just wish people would call back when I ask. Yeah, no, that's very, very I'll use.
1: Again, I'm available if you've got time. And
0: I, I always like stories when you learn something about yeah. somebody you didn't know. And I, and I felt like I learned a lot about you from doing that story.
1: That my mom used to send me Howard Stern tapes. Pates, yes, yeah. that was interesting. That's how we bonded. Yeah, and still all these years later. Mm. And she's her and Howard Stern share a birthday. Ah, like Eddie would say, her and the nine, nine billion other people. <laughs> let's take a break, Peter. When we come back, I gotta get. Let's get into this Makai Becton thing because it seems a little strange. Very to me. annoying. And then I got a couple other uh, f- interesting notes from around the NFL, and then Geo. And Mr. Jerry Reckle will be here at 6 a.m.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: The great Van Halen songs that doesn't get played very often. Little guitar. Oh, they have so many good songs. So many. This is a great one. Bear, 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 bear. Oh, hi there. My name is Al Dukes. How are you today? Uh, Peter Schwartz joins me on the warm-up program. Morning. Guest camper today. Uh, Jerry Recco, will be here at six o'clock uh, to host the program with Mister Greg Giannotti. We call it the Geo and Jerry program. Boomer will be back. Mm, not net. Oh, yeah, Boomer will be back next week, Monday. Boomer will be back next week, Monday. Speaking of which, one of Boomer's favorite topics of late Mm -hmm. on the radio program has been Makai Becton's weight, right? He's, like, locked in on it. He doesn't understand why someone with an opportunity to make really big bucks if he does well, he doesn't understand why he can't get the weight under control.
0: Very we've, troubling.
1: We've seen conflicting things. We've se- I've seen on uh, Twitter times where he looks really big, and times where he looks like he's in rip roaring shape, ready to kick ass. Now we get word yesterday that the Jets have put him on the pup list. Now, Peter, pup stands for physically unable to perform. Yes, sure. I'll use. That has happened
0: occasionally. Happens to all of us. <laughs> what uh, What does that really mean? Uh, I don't get it. Well, in the best-case scenario, which teams use that right at the beginning of training camp because some guys are coming off of a surgery, they're coming off of an off-season injury, and they'll they'll put them on the pup list to give them a couple extra days to get ready for practice at training camp. It also gives a team a chance to maybe add another player to the roster, get a look at somebody early on in camp until that guy is ready to play. In this case... It's a red flag. It's, really? It's a concern because all we've heard all last season and into this off season was how bad of a shape he was in. And, and it wasn't getting any better. And when he showed up for a mandatory minicamp, he wasn't doing anything. He was on the field, but he wasn't doing anything. So th- this this is not a good sign that he's not ready to start camp.
1: He told uh, he, the media he was going to make them eat their words. Mm. Especially I think he wanted to say boomer or saw you know what I mean? But I, this he's been is even a lot of his own words. That's a good one. Yeah. But this is a very bad look. It's Unless not, was he coming off what was maybe he's he's still coming off an injury?
0: Like what's I don't know. I I thought the issue was more of his weight. Really. I mean that injury was supposed to get him back in time for some games last season. I don't think this is an injury concern anymore. I think this is that he's just not in any kind of shape to play football.
1: I was going to uh, look for Makai Beckton on Twitter, and I can't find him.
0: Big Ticket 73.
1: Big Ticket 73? Yeah, I think Big that's his. Big Ticket. I think that's I thought his. he changed his name to uh, Big... Um, ah, damn it. Bust? Big Bust. <laughs> he actually did. He changed he did. his Oh, ear. he
0: did. Okay, okay.
1: Let me try Big Bust. Hmm. I'll tell you this: when you search for big bust, something else comes up. Hubba hubba!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, baby! <laughs>
0: oh yeah!
1: All right, so he's on the pup list. So who knows what that means? Uh, but not probably not a good sign.
0: I am gonna I'm gonna go on a limb right here, like you did with your yeah. two items Ooh, at the top of, my of the two show. predictions. I am gonna go on a limb and say we will never see Makai Beckton play another down for the New York Jets.
1: Wow! So look at. Look at what we've given you in 47 minutes. Three predictions. That uh, Jacob DeGrom will not pitch a Met playoff game this year. That the Yankees will not beat the Astros in the playoffs. And that Makai Becton will not take one more snap for the
0: Jets. I don't know how you could not think that Becton will ever see the field for the New York Jets again. What a what a show
1: this is this morning,
0: Peter. And this Action is, packed,
1: and this is a, normally they do what we call a um, media dump on a or a, uh, what do they call that when they a Friday news dump? Friday news dump where they give you bad news on a Friday because then they hope that it kind of gets forgotten about over the weekend. Yeah, they normally wait like late into Friday, like a Friday five o'clock, o'clock situation. We're giving this to you before the morning program starts. <laughs> Three major predictions. <laughs> We're going to parlay that. A couple other NFL notes. uh, Cardinals and uh, Kyler Murray look like
0: they've agreed to a
1: five-year, $230 million
0: deal. They've kissed and made up. That was kind of an acrimonious relationship there for a while.
1: Which is going to make him the second-highest paid QB in the NFL behind Mr. Aaron Rodgers. This is another thing I think a boomer with. I think a boomer with uh, Mekhi Bacton. And Boomer was always wondering what was going to go on with Kyler Murray because you get in this situation where you're not 100% sure he's your quarterback, but he's at the, that point in his career where you got to
0: give him the big money. I love Kyler Murray. Like I, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think he's so exciting to watch. And for a while there, you thought he was not going to get that deal with Arizona.
1: But it was, was weird, even- like the first half of the – Season,
0: I think it was was the last year, or the year before. they was like,
1: oh, he could be the MVP, MVP. And then like the second half of the season, not great. And then that that's when this thing came up where this he wasn't yeah, wasn't going to get his deal. He
0: he wanted a trade, and the team wanted to know what was going on. But they've that's a lot of money and a lot of guaranteed money. One hundred and sixty million dollars guaranteed, uh, five years 230.5, thirty point five, but one sixty is guaranteed. That's a lot of money.
1: And forty six point one million average yearly AAV, yeah, whatever
0: that means. Yeah, average annual value. (laughs)
1: Yeah, average annual value, just behind Aaron
0: Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's the the quarterback that he replaced in Arizona? Their first round pick from the year before, the year before that. Remember Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. He has a new home. Where's he going? He is has a one year deal to be a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, for the Deshaun Watson. He was situation. the number ten overall pick out in two thousand eighteen. I know people were high on that guy. There was a. I, I had a thought in my mind that year that the Jets were going to get him. Yes, I remember uh, uh, there was talk of of
1: that, and he's only twenty five. It was so weird, like a guy like that where he came in, nothing really happened. He got tossed around a couple teams. Mm-hmm. You you think like like.
0: This is probably though his last shot it. Yeah. And of course there's nowhere else a quarterback would like to go to blossom <laughs> than to Cleveland.
1: <laughs> right, which always sucks for <laughs> quarterbacks and you got the Sean Watson <laughs> waiting to to pounce when uh, when he's able to come back. <laughs> yeah, so uh I did see they also the Browns talked with uh, AJ McCarron. Yes. Uh but I guess that that didn't work out.
0: Is he he is married to that uh Sports Illustrated Model, the one that Brett Musburger. Yeah, I actually uh, don't know if she was a,
1: a sports illustrator. No, not a sports illustrator,
0: but she was, she was the one that was on TV. She, that, yeah, she was yeah, on TV. I interviewed her at the Super Bowl one year. Is that right? I can't remember what her name is now. Yeah, uh, Catherine Super, Webb. Yeah, Catherine Webb, yes. It's the it. Super Bowl in New Orleans. Yeah. She was there as a uh, a, a correspondent, I think, for Inside Edition. Okay, hired that would her make for sense. the week for the Super Bowl. And, um, there was a a lot a lot of people around her the whole week. Yeah, well, she was yeah. very popular.
1: Yeah, Brent Musburger. Remember, Brent Musburger discovered uh, the girls at Florida State. The heck was her name?
0: Oh, the one that went up that worked for the Jets. Yeah. and had the little issue with Brett Favre. Yeah, who had the Brett Favre text. Uh, Jen messages. Sturger.
1: Jen Sturger. Sturger. Yeah, Sturger. 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 All right. Uh, I have a
0: couple of Boy, other... the show is going off the rails very quickly. No, no, quick. it's the, <laughs> we're, we're right back, Peter.
1: Uh, this is going to be good news for Jerry. The Cowboys are bringing back their throwback uniforms and
0: white helmets for Thanksgiving Day games. Yes. I do like those for Thanksgiving. I do. I do. And a lot of teams are going to throwback. The yeah. Giants announced it the other day. A bunch of teams are going Patriots, to throwback. The The Patriots. Falcons. I wish the Jets would bring back... The late '70s, early '80s, the Boomer Helmet, the Boomer Helmet, yeah, that was a. Great Although one. no, when well, when Boomer came to the Jets, they had already added, which I never liked. They added the black accent to it. Yeah, I didn't like. So that I'm talking yet. about like the late '70s, like Richard the, the, the Todd Joe years. Cleco, Mark Gastineau, yeah. late set Marty yes, Lyons, go. Freeman McNeil. Bring it back! I've got that jersey at home.
1: Maybe they're gonna wait until they actually get good. And bring it back.
0: See, a lot of people think that it's going to come back because the new jersey that was debuted a couple of years ago is kind of a modernized version of that. All right. People were hoping, including myself, that they would go back to that permanently. I think you'll see this, so many Jet fans on social media that want to see the Jets bring those jerseys back for a couple of games. I want one year in the NFL, everyone wears their 1980s throwbacks for the full season. How about the next time, whenever that might be? Yeah. Two weeks, three weeks, a month. The next time I'm here filling in, I will wear my throwback perfect Freeman McNeil Jets jersey. Love it.
1: Quick break. Uh, Gio and Jerry at the top. we well, you got one more story for you. And uh, Amy Lawrence has a sports minute. Who's the best in the American League? Yankees or Stros? We're going to have no time now. It's the dynamic Batman. duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, one
0: WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1 New York. An odyssey station.